Transmitting to you from Old Heart Radio. What's the, it's like a laser sound at the very end. There's a, that's like it's sampled from Rock the Casbah. Oh my God. Well, I guess, you know, we got to, we have to admit it, Lucas, we're here. This is matinee edition. Like the two episodes in quick succession. This is what we've made it. You're, you've, you, dear hot dogs, have listened to our voices twice as much as you have in most weeks. Uh, most of the time we get one. Most of the time we get, uh, or sometimes you get none, you know. You even dropped a couple uh, coughing contemplations the morning of this recording. Jesus, dude, I did. I got up in a, in a state. I was like, well, it was one of them. One of them was about conspiracy theories. I have this. I found Always this, fun. I found this fucking website called vertigo22.com. And they put together like a, this, this huge list of like 500 different conspiracy theories. Wild. Yeah. And some of them are fucking out there, like, which is great. It makes it's, it's fucking QAnon so at the top of the list. QAnon. I think the QAnon episode is why I like looked it up in the first Dude, place. I think, hasn't QAnon like all but stopped now that Trump got beaten? I don't believe so, man. I saw, some, I, I saw I, something that like the, the leaker uh, quotes for the Q? listener. Yeah. yeah stopped posting frequent as frequently oh i mean maybe i mean it's got to so be somebody dropping. inside the administration like it's got to be like shirt. fucking trump f- fucking donald jr like please love me dad <laughs> he's trying to win over his papa's love <laughs> yeah uh, 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 the trumps uh Gross. yeah yeah it's i mean like the thing is you know that that the Q the the QAnon crowd probably just kind of slithered back into their hole for a little bit, and like they <laughs> they to be real, I just like, I mean it's it's pe- like people of that mentality will always find a reason like or like a new thing to latch on to, right? Yep, Pizza Gate became QAnon, right? <laughs> like, don't forget that it wasn't it wasn't part of it. It became QAnon. Like it was people were like, yeah, there's like there's like some some sustainability in this in this like government pedophile ring. So like let's fucking keep rolling with it. <laughs> this is a promising this is a promising business. Well, you know what's fucking crazy is that like there like there are people being elected to positions in Congress or or that even like or even my mind that that are like open believers of this. That shit's fucking crazy, right? uh yeah. like so yeah so I, wanted, I don't know <laughs> you know okay quick quickly here we're we're recording this last day of november we're getting into early december i i felt like i wanted to throw this out there i'm i'm the i'm the gamer of the podcast i play a lot of games it's true the only Coming games in, i play are old man most yeah. of them. i play i'm playing some new stuff this year i've really taken because we've been all quarantined i was like i can play a bit more than usual caught up on some stuff i missed i want to do my uh my best game of 2020 hmm. it isn't even a game that came out in 2020 
just beat. It's uh, Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild. The oh best shit! I played this year, the yeah, best yeah. game I played this year. Okay. That by far, this is the Old Heart Radio Gaming Awards. That doesn't have to correspond to the year that's actually about. A plaque will be mailed to the game that to wins. Nintendo to to <laughs> Nintendo directly to Mister or Mrs. Nintendo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> the dude. That game is fucking phenomenal. Yeah, yeah. You you you've told me many times that you really enjoyed Legend of Zelda. You gotta get yourself a Switch and play that shit. I'm currently re- I'm replaying Ocarina of Time. Like I was doing that before so good. this podcast. <laughs> so good. It's great. If I had to choose a game this year that came out, mm-hmm. oh what what let's set this beginning of December every year. Old Heart Radio Gaming Awards. Honorable mention of just a great game I played. The Dink Amount in 2020 is. Breath of the Wild. If I had to choose a game that came out in 2020, so far something that I've played, um, I've I made this absolute statement before I even put enough thought into it. I'm playing Assassin's Creed Valhalla right now, and I'm really enjoying it. Oh shit! Fair enough, man. I, I mean, I, w- like I would games. say I would say Cyberpunk's coming out in a couple weeks, so I might amend you this might in a couple words, weeks. Dude. But Right now, Assassin's Creed Valhalla is really fun on the next-gen consoles. Dang. All right. Gauntlet Throne, man. The award will be given. I just realized what that meant, by the way. Throwing down the gauntlet. Yeah, yeah. I didn't realize realize that the knights would take off their actual gauntlet and throw it on the ground. Like the physical act, yeah. (laughs) I I thought it was metaphorical. Did you know that, like, I, 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 there's like a legal term for it, but like, like person, like agreed upon person to person combat is still like legal in Washington state. So like, if you were trying to settle a, a dispute, you could, you, you, you and this person that you're trying you're in a dispute with could agree to like get in a duel, essentially, and like settle it. Isn't wait, I thought that was Seattle. No, it's no, it's, it's a thing for Washington state. That's fucking wild. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't realize. I didn't realize I was in. <laughs> I didn't realize it was crazy? all of Washington. That's next crazy. Time, next time you need to get into some fisticuffs, you know, to win your to win your argument there. But anyway, so Valhalla beats beats uh, the newest Zelda game. Wait, no, wait. Only the- be only because only because Legend of Zelda didn't come out in twenty twenty. Fair enough. But if they if they if it did, which would be bet which would be tops dude it would be 100 percent legend of zelda that shit's oh, so man. good that's Fair the best man. game i played all year frankly now that i'm actually looking at the list of games that actually came out this year i've played only assassin's creed valhalla <laughs> <laughs> hey man how come I mean, avengers I wasn't number one dude, it's fucking garbage i just saw yeah. an ad on cbr right before this that was talking to, it was like it was like 50% off Avengers for Black Friday. Oh God, no. Like desperate as... If I, if, if I was actually going to choose... I would say Destiny 2 Beyond Light, but Destiny 2 came out in 2017, and Beyond Light's an expansion. That's my shit. I really enjoy that game. But I, I, I can't say it, because it came out the same year as Breath of the Wild. Fair enough. Expansions are only expansions, and not full, full new games, so it doesn't technically count. So the one of one games that I played that was actually re- released in 2020. That's the winner. That's the winner. <laughs> Let's get off this subject before Fair I make myself enough, look man. like more of a fool. 
The uh, uh, man, have you heard about really quick though? Just get to throwing the next gen ideas out there. Have you heard about all this the PS5 shit going like going on? Like like uh, people have just been people bought up like thousands of the PS5 units. Oh yeah, the the scalping. I think they yeah. called it. And people yeah. and people are getting like what they thought were gonna be PS5s, and they're getting like like just random items in the mail and shit like that instead. And so like shit. the orders are all fucked up. Dude, I I saw that like these fucking ps5 scalpers like set up ai bots to buy them up as quickly as possible i heard it i read it was i heard it was so bad that uh ebay is like actually like officially like crack gonna crack down on like the people selling them so i can't i can't blame them that shit's wild it was happening with the xbox too well and didn't you say like for a while it was happening with the switch like they sold out and so people that had them were like selling them for like a couple hundred bucks extra more than like they were originally oh since the beginning of the pandemic because I remember right when the pandemic hit, Kate was like, I want to get a Switch. And I was like, mm. sweet, let's get a Switch. You're looking, and like those consoles go for 300 bucks. We were finding them for like 550 like yeah. $600. People, twice the markup. People yeah. were buying them. We, we, we hunted for like three months before we found an actual like at price Switch. Yeah. Yeah, that's what, like, I mean, I remember looking at them and I was like, whoa, dude, this is fucking crazy. Yeah. Like, these prices are, are, people are asking. I mean, people like, People are desperate just, for entertainment, though. Yeah, Somebody will pay for it. They are. Uh, speaking of being desperate for entertainment, hop online on Instagram and go follow us at Old Heart Radio. Oh, <laughs> uh, message you can also only. Technically, subscribe to YouTube. Uh, yes. Our YouTube, Old Heart Radio. Got to our there. consistent one viewer. You get and uh, follow us at Old Heart in Space on Twitter. Uh, technically, we uh, could we could potentially put up entertainment right there. You don't yeah. even know podcasting might not be all we do potentially <laughs> no commitments I mean, no commitments. <laughs> fair enough <laughs> so shall we shall we get into the actual meat of this episode yeah we should actually talk about some entertainment uh yeah. particularly some star wars entertainment i think anyway you know you know we know that episode of Mana that we just had talked about wanting to go watch at the end of the last podcast, we watched. I said it during the podcast. I listened to a bit of the podcast after you put it out this morning, and um, I called it. I was like, I have a feeling that Ahsoka is going to pop up in this one. She popped up like five seconds in. Yeah, yeah. That was the dopest thing, dude. I, w- I was instantly into this episode because like, I thought they were going to make it like a last-minute like cameo or something. And then there was no full bore. Like you see her in action. Like her stealth mode was fucking yeah. up, dude. It was awesome. Dude, like I, I love those white lightsabers too. Those white lightsabers are so on point. Uh, and like one of the hilts is longer. The other one's kind of a shorter hilt. Like yeah. They have some like really cool details in her character that they captured. And like, fuck yeah, dude, it worked out. And even, and even like the staff from the magistrate. That's the oh. Berserker staff from, from Clone Wars. That full-on Beskar staff? Yeah. Yeah, dude. Like, that shit. I mean, like, that That episode, like, you, like, I don't know, like, when you first see uh, Tano and she's, like, kind of demanding information, you're kind of, the entire rest of the episode, you're like, what fucking information was she, was she 
really wanting to know. Like she did, could, you, did you get that name drop though? Oh, of course. Yeah, Grand Grand Admiral Thrawn, man. Fuck yeah. Motherfucking. I was so like my jaw just like oh, jaw just dropped because I was just have like you, I'm so stoked that they're going to try and include him. Have you watched Rebels? I've only watched some of it, but but yeah. You know, like I think the first time I had heard of Thrawn was honestly uh I believe back when like shadows of the empire came out for 64 and it got me really into like outside canon and then and so you start like looking up yeah, the air of the empire stuff, like stuff. exactly and then you see, like the image thrawn's image was what like really captured me he like yeah on the cover once and then i was like who the fuck is this guy <laughs> like, yeah so like yeah it's well do you think they're gonna try to tie these i mean like are they just playing out live action follow-ups to things that happen in those animated shows absolutely because theron plays a significant part in rebels mm-hmm. he so was the, essentially like the bad guy for the uh, latter two seasons fair enough do you think he is responsible for the project that moff gideon seems to be working on in terms of those, um, like, potential what well, like carlo esposito in an interview the other day was <laughs> like he essentially can he he essentially came out this was right before the episode and he was he was like, there's got to be someone above Moff Gideon. Oh, yeah. There has to be somebody pulling the strings. Moff Gideon is like so aware of everything going on. There has to be somebody who's controlling this network of different Moffs. Yeah. So and he essentially was hinting at somebody bigger pulling the strings. Yeah. Whether that's the emp- Emperor or somebody else. Turned out to be Grand Admir- Admiral Thrawn. And the whole deal with like the Rebels stuff is essentially at the end of Rebels. Um, Ezra Bridger, who's like a Jedi Padawan in Rebels, mm-hmm. he, there's like these weird like space octopus that can jump to light speed. Dope. Yeah, they're, they're fucking weird. It's like space Cthulhu. It's like Cthulhu, but <laughs> they, uh, they, um, they sent, uh, Grand Admiral Thrawn's on a uh, Star Destroyer. And Ezra takes control of the bridge and like summons all these octopus. They realize the only way to beat Thrawn is to essentially like, just like launch the ship into the middle of nowhere. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, Rebels was like right before A New Hope. <laughs> so Thrawn and Ezra disappeared into the void of space right before the Empire went to war with the Rebellion. And okay. a, the, that show ended with um, Sabine, another Mandalorian and Ahsoka going off to find Ezra and Thrawn. Dang. So yeah. do you think the potential of seeing uh, Ezra yeah. that character might lie in the live action? Dude, might- they even cast a dude that looks like him. So you think looks like coming. the animated character. I wouldn't be surprised if we see some of these rebels characters. I mean, if the, if Thrawn got back, then it, it would make sense to like bring those other, like that character back as well. You know, like- especially with, Especially with Ahsoka also having the white lightsabers. That's from that show. Yeah, they're really following that. Uh, that Did dang, you see in the concept art after the show, though? After the episode, Ahsoka with the red and the blue? Oh, no, I must have missed that. But that's Yeah, I, wa- cool. I, I like watching the concept art at the end. It's pretty fucking oh, totally. sweet. Yeah, the- but, like, she has a red and a blue, which is, I guess, a nod to her never really becoming a formal Jedi. For sure. Well, doesn't... I mean, because she is kind of what... Luke Skywalker She's, realizes at the end of the, or you know, during the the sequel trilogy, right? She, you yeah, can't, you can't 
be one or the other you need to try to walk a line with of both yeah that, you gotta operate in the gray area right that's what tano does right she's a gray she's a member of the gray order or whatever right yeah gray jedi she um yeah and that's one of the most interesting parts of her character as well yeah and but, but, i think but she, so she is she you just you just mentioned it is she essentially not a, she's never she was never like made a jedi knight you haven't finished the clone wars yet right no it's okay you can talk you can she um there was a terrorist attack essentially and she got framed mm. and she was excommunicated from the Jedi order Fair before enough. finishing her training, which would, which would be one of the, one of the reasons why she might not want to train yeah. another force sensitive individual. Yeah. She essentially, she got caught up in like the bullshit yeah. and, and paid the price for it. Yeah, Fair enough. Uh, but that brings me to the uh, one of the other big reveals of this fucking episode. The kid has a name, right? Oh yeah, Grogu. Grogu, which is on the surface a really random ass name. Yeah. But then again, isn't Yoda? Isn't it, Chewbacca? It, <laughs> isn't Chewbacca? What, what is language, right? So <laughs> I mean, fair enough. Like I was just having that debate when you know the other day somebody was like doing the whole you know, what is, what is wet thing uh, or is water wet? And I was like, water's wet because we came up with a word and decided to call it that. Like, yeah, exactly. that, like if we didn't come up with that word, it would be called, it would be something different. That is, exactly. You know, uh, but anyway, yeah, Grogu. So Grogu, <laughs> I don't know, man. It would be strange to call him to have for, it's kind of strange that it has a name now. You Dude, know? <laughs> this begs the question. Who was the motherfucker that ran to the Jedi temple and grabbed, grabbed Grogu and then left all the other children to get murdered by Anakin? That's what I was just thinking. I was like, I was like, was, <laughs> was Grogu the only youngling that survived that shit, dude? What the fuck? Uh, but I know, you know, um, you know, like what's interesting is they reveal that, that Grogu is of, you know, how, I mean, how old do you think, how old? Grogu? 50. They already said he was 50. Yeah. Okay. So he's 50. Uh, basically, a a full trained Jedi, a full like tra- uh, not full maybe, but it's like a Padawan. A, well, he sounded like it was more than a Padawan though, because he had like years of training. Yeah, from, uh, and uh, how old I mean, was maybe, Yoda? Maybe, by uh, the way, Yoda was like seven hundred years old. Or Yoda something? was nine hundred years old or something like that when he died. Okay, so like, uh, so still got a ways that, to go. <laughs> uh, but you know, like they alluded to the fact that Grogu essentially over time of having to like hide his force abilities to stay safe, like kind of maybe forgot his training. Yeah. I saw somebody point something interesting out where it's sort of like harkening back to what Yoda said in the uh, original trilogy, where it's like the Jedi have to train, they have to be disciplined Mm -hmm. to use the force. And I like that they're sort of bringing back the mysticism to the force. Definitely. And, it's sort of, it's somebody pointed out that like, oh, so that's probably what happens to kids that never get found by the Jedi. They're eventually their force power just fades away. Oh my God. Could you imagine that dude? Like one day you can't like summon your cup to you anymore. Yeah. And you're just like, oh, where'd my gift oh. go, dude? Where'd I'm like, fuck. <laughs> That'd be fun. It's, like, it's one of those things that like, you, I guess it's like you don't use it. You lose it eventually. Yeah. I guess, I mean, yeah, I th- you probably, one, well, that's one of the reasons why you probably have to start training at a certain age with jet, with, you know, force sensitive people because yeah. you have a finite time for them to like hone that skill and then like use it from then on. You know what I mean? So now, so now they're going to like a Jedi world 
like a Jedi temple or something on some random world, which I guess is from uh, one of the Star Wars games. Fair enough. So yeah, it sounds like it sounds like a, a like a really like a area where the Force is kind of like a concentrated feeling. Yeah. So so and Grogu's going to be put on a pedestal so he can reach out to so. different Jedi. Which brings me to a rumored casting. Yeah. That explains why Sebastian Stan. Oh, his you, hair. Dude, yes, I knew I knew we were gonna go there. I saw this fucking keep talking, keep talking, you son of a bitch. Sebastian Stan <laughs> is Luke Skywalker. I don't know if it's full on true, but I saw this fan casting and this mock-up uh, 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 and I was like, holy shit, dude. I really think that that cat could fucking take that role on. That's fascinating. There's no concrete evidence other than it like supposedly got leaked or something or and then very quickly like mopped up by Lucasfilm. Yeah. But who knows? That's fascinating. I I'm 100% into that. Like I would I would love to see that because and that's one of the dangers. It's like no discredit obviously to Mark Hamill. He's a living legend. Yeah. Uh, but like we want to see more life out of that character. Everybody and, does. And and we can't rely, like, I don't want to be one of those, I don't want the series, like any series or any, you know, thing to rely on, like, you know, fucking CGIing Mark Hamill's face to make him look yeah. like that's not the answer. And Sebastian they didn't do it. Stan, they didn't do it with Han Solo when they no. uh, aged him down. And, and so, you know, like, I think, I mean, like, I think that would be a good choice. Cause he's a good, he's a, he's, he's got, a moody range he's got this kind of like i was just describing it actually to somebody else he's got this kind of like baggy eyed look that luke skywalker has yeah and it, and you know he's like i don't know he i think he'd be a, a fun person to put in that place but do you think that that's the jedi that will answer or do you think that the jedi that might answer grogu on that pedestal will be Ezra what's his fucking face as Ezra Bridger that'd be fascinating because you just said that he was cast here's here's he wasn't cast well in this but like the actor that plays him looks uncannily like the animation like it, it could translate really well I don't know that's that's the interesting thing like it could go either way the thing with Luke Skywalker though is like oh okay so then Grogu dies in the hands of Kylo Ren <laughs> Well, exactly. Like, there's, there's, there's an ending to like Luke's Jedi Temple, right? And yeah, exactly. Grogu is either there or not at that point. <laughs> While I am really cool with them referencing the, like, and going with Luke or something, mm-hmm. part of me would prefer if they just kept referencing the lesser known parts of Star Wars. I agree. And with running you. with that. I agree. I think they should, uh, they should continue the path that they're kind of carving currently where they're sort of following up on some of the things that some of the th- successful things that they laid down in those animated shows, because yeah. those animated shows proved that people wanted to have more storylines from star Wars and they just I mean, happened to be in the form of those kind of like kiddie animated programs. Yeah. But they ended up having amazing stories, and now they're finding out that they can translate those that amazing storytelling to live action. <laughs> yeah, I mean, fucking Ezra's done some crazy shit. He'd be like a cool mentor. He's yeah. he was a Padawan yeah. in Rebels. He's fucking run across Obi Wan, old Obi Wan. Oh, shit, yeah, dude. He briefly was fucking Darth Maul's apprentice. But yeah, it's like there's some, he's hung out with Yoda. He's dealt yeah. with the Emperor. He's sparred with darth vader it's like there's some crazy shit that just is like completely outside of 
the vernacular of like mainline Star Wars fans. Well, and so you even have this, then, you even have this, then, we could get an Ahsoka show. Like, who knows? Fair, yeah. Like that, I I saw a hint that that like that would be a really dope idea. But but yeah, you you can kind of carve like one of two paths, like like using Ezra as a bridge to open to connect Mandalorian to all these other ideas, including like you know the fact that like this person you know by a degree or two is now associated with obi-wan yeah you know, is, is is awesome or associated with darth maul like you just mentioned is awesome and that helps open it up more than you'd say like leaning <laughs> on the tried and true skywalker method yeah and and you know i mean i won't i won't go past the rebel stuff with that because the stuff with like obi-wan and maul is some of the coolest stuff star wars has ever done so yeah. after you finish clone wars you'll have to watch that yeah, fair. I mean, I've watched like I've cherry picked through some of the, some of the things, and that's one of the things I've watched. And and uh, uh, that's like seriously though, like the Obi Wan series that that is that is being made and worked on at the moment, um, probably is going to like end up getting to some points in that. But 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 yeah. well, no, because because if I'm correct, Obi Wan's kind of like an old, older man when he meets, yeah, it's- when he ends Darth Maul in the desert, right? Yeah, with uh, then it's Alec Guinness too. Like that era, they have a fucking they have a dude impersonating the voice and everything. So maybe not all the way up to that, but but you which know. so you've seen the scene I'm referring to? Yeah, it's a it's, oh, it's, it's so it's fucking such dope. a fucking great scene, and it's like it, what 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 drives me nuts is it's just part of that animated show, dude. It just this is like this little like it's it's. That's what I was trying to allude to earlier. It's like those that both those series really catch you off guard because of their graphics and the the way it's animated like it makes yeah. it seem like it's catered toward the younger crowd but they have like that scene reminds you of like old like samurai movies where they'd have like the totally. like, have end duel and like you know yeah. like, shit like that and you're just like damn dude this isn't a fucking kid's show this is in fucking the, in rad. The, in like, the same way that like this recent episode of the mandalorian like while ahsoka was duking it out with the magistrate which oh. it was like a proper like duel you had the fucking gunslingers out on the other side i was like oh shit this is like the two inspirations for star wars yeah it was so fucking that 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 is such a great thing to point out dude like that that duality was fucking on point and i love that like they weren't like you know an individual they weren't like off in their own sector do they like you like just in terms of the the episode you know mando could like hear them fighting like behind them a little bit and they were commenting on yeah. the battle and like all this shit and this is i will dude. say shout out to the sound designers because dude. holy shit <laughs> dude yeah like everything they're pour- pouring into this show is just pulling off it's it's working and it's i keep seeing this thing of like the uh the feloni versus the future of star wars oh for sure it i think it, i think that's been the the course that they've needed to head at least in, in terms of like television for like they just need to accept that uh if they if they go to the theater with with Filoni you know I don't think that that is a bad idea he seems to care about fan service as well as expanding the universe yeah he I remember seeing some I watched a video and it was um like Ryan Johnson and Dave Filoni have both echoed the same sentiment and it was like both of them have said it doesn't matter like giving the fans exactly what they want doesn't matter and doesn't make for good storytelling but one of them absolutely destroyed the star wars fan base (laughs) and one of them continues to bring everyone together fair enough (laughs) 
Yeah. I mean, I think, I think that with Filoni more at the helm, which by the way, I, I think he directed or wrote this episode. He did. He directed it and wrote it. Yeah. Him and Favreau wrote it. Uh, you know, like I think with him taking on more of the helm, like he, like you're going to see better and better Star Wars content. Like, absolutely. I mean, it's one of those things of just like, why the fuck is Kathleen Candy running the show there? Like we've, we've seen what a co- old comic nerd in, in, um, Oh fuck. Why is his name escaping me? Who? Marvel studios had Kevin Feige. Oh yeah. Feige, man. We've seen one old comics nerd has been able to do with a passionate love for what he's created. Why not give it rather than some like previous Disney exec, give it to somebody who does really good shit with star Wars in the first place. Fair enough. Fair enough. Well, I mean like to be fair, Kathleen Kennedy has been with Lucasfilm for a very long time. That's fair. And like, like through a lot of the, a lot of their content. Uh, and has only been taking kind of like a lesser seat after Disney bought up Lucasfilm. Yeah. And so I think really what we're seeing is like Disney starting to like take over, like, and put people in place that have, like, you know, like you said, like once you recognize talent, like you said, like you say with Filoni, uh, maybe we'll just, maybe soon we'll be just be saying Filoni and Feige, you know, like those, yeah. are, the two pow- those are the two powerheads. Those are the two names, man. But so, Either Before way, we wrap me. up, we we only have a few minutes. True. Um, you wanted to talk about Willow. Yeah, man. So you know, speaking of Lucasfilm, um, Willow is an old fucking movie from like I should have looked it up, but I believe it's from '88, and it's uh, stars Warwick Davis and Val Kilmer, and it is about a basically just a quasi quest of a of a dwarf, a disgraced knight, and a baby. And they go uh, because, you know, nefarious queen is trying to kill the innocent baby and the baby's magical or some shit, you know, basic yeah. ass stuff. Mandalorian? Uh, <laughs> but uh, Disney Plus has been in, in the, since they launched Disney Plus, they've been working on and developing a Willow series that will like, kind of follow up, uh, you know, the, the storyline years later from the movie. And I don't know, I just like, it'll be kind of cool just be, just to see what they do with the property because it's, it's, you know, Lucasfilm rarely ventures outside of star Wars these days. And uh, you know, this kind of like a deep cut for them, but Willow yeah. has like some cult fucking fans. Like it's got a cult fan base that, that probably will resonate with the, with the series as well as like introduce their kids to it. You know what I mean? Yeah, this is something like I've heard of before, but like I don't, I have no idea. I've never watched it. Oh, for sure. I mean, Val, like I said, Val Kilmer start plays Mad Mardigan, epic. Uh, but the one of the coolest things about this series is that not Val Kilmer won't be back because he's you know, he's a time is worn on him. But Warwick yeah. Davis will be returning. Sweet. Yeah, which is fucking rad. Um, because Warwick Davis is like again, he's a like he's like other people. He's a living legend, man. Like very, very few other people, I'd say I'd put him up there though. Like he he's been part of he's been a part of Star Wars. He's been a part of you know countless fucking pieces of entertainment work, whether yeah. you think about it or not. Because you know he's in a costume most of the time. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, it's true. Uh, but yeah, you're t- you know it, it'll be something to look forward to. Uh, you know you know what I'm looking forward to. What's that? Another classic indie franchise. Indie? Tron. Like a series? Or, uh, no, 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 not, not indie. I don't know why I said indie. Uh, <laughs> that was fucking dumb. 
um, a cult classic, the good old Tron stuff. There was, so everybody knows Tron, cult classic film. Mm-hmm. Tron Legacy has become some sorts of a cult classic. I enjoy it. I don't know if they call it cult, but it, it's, I haven't seen, it hasn't been, it's not old enough to be a cult classic. That's fair. But I've seen a lot of people in recent years coming around to it. It, it sure. flopped in the box office. There's an animated show mm. called like Tron Revolution that is fucking awesome. It was made by one of the other writers from the Clone Wars. It's cool. fucking sweet and has a really cool art style. And now they're making the only disappointing part is that Jared Leto is attached to it. But they're making another Tron movie. Yep. Fucking hate Jared Leto. Yeah, I saw but, that. I saw that casting a while ago, and that he, you know, to make, to make it even worse, just really quick, to make it worse, he posts pictures. He he's like a he's like a fucking frat boy. He posts pictures on his Instagram of him like working out to get in shape for his role, and it's okay. like it's like just you know like he'll be like flexing for the camera or something, and I'm like, dude, you fucking you're not the rock. Douche. The rock's the only person allowed to do that. Yeah. Uh, like, <laughs> Anyway, yeah. So, so Jared Lee doesn't going to be involved. Is is Have Jeff Bridges going to be back? I don't think so. No, probably because he just recently, I think, made cancer announcements or something like that. Wait, he did? I think so. I can't. Oh I don't no! Don't don't quote me on that for sure. Neither neither do you, hot dogs. I'm not I'm not wishing it on him. I just think it's true. <laughs> Shit! <laughs> oh, that's so upsetting. It is. Jeff Bridges. Why? If we lose the dude, we're all lost. We can't, lose the, we can't lose the dude uh, but, no that, i mean it'll, it'll be cool to see them expand that property again and try and like have you have grow, you been, but, a, been, a, been much of a tron fan ever um not no not really i got really? i got i liked the well because for me it's all it's just about the visual shit i don't really care about the storyline yeah. And so, like, if they, you know, if this future movie kind of falls in line and pulls off, like, you know, another cool, like, visual style to that, that both of the previous movies have set yeah. like, precedent for, like, I'm in, you know what I mean? But Absolutely. yeah, I'm, I'm not, like, invested in the story of it. Or I definitely, I definitely think that that is the most compelling part of those movies. For sure. It's just, they look fucking awesome. Well, and with, you know, legacy the 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 soundtrack as well like you oh yeah and so that kind of set a precedent daft punk set a precedent to like make you know the the atmosphere of the next movie big you know what i mean yeah like, i think yeah that's one of those fascinating things of like you always hear when it comes to like music and film it shouldn't distract it should immerse you in the experience more you shouldn't notice it tron legacy was like the the fucking story is the music like that's what that's the most enduring legacy of that film it it definitely like that i mean that movie wouldn't be the same with a with a different soundtrack yeah imagine if it had like an orchestral score yeah none of the cool moments yeah none of the cool moments would be as good Mm -hmm. so i mean but that being said like again like i think those movies have set like a really cool visual and sort of like audio uh precedent for like really um like pieces of work that do you know you should pay attention to like I mean, at least when they come out you know what i mean uh it's just it's just nice that they're gonna try do you think they're gonna try and just make it a trilogy or they're gonna try and expand on it more Absolutely. dude who the fuck knows at this point they're making one a decade <laughs> so like who who knows 
Yeah, fair enough. I know Watch it. Calm it's gonna, it's gonna be like the next Mad Max, you know? Oh, like, shit, give you. it like another 30 years. They're gonna make one, it's not gonna do well in the box office, shocker. And then they're gonna be like, only when people start going, oh yeah, that was a pretty good movie. They're gonna be like, oh, we need to make it our Tron. It's gonna make money this time. And it's not, and the cycle's gonna repeat. 